Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I just walked into the newsroom and I said, uh, I understand it's Friday, am I correct about that? And Alex said he is going to dive into that project, so we will know soon. Hmm. But uh, that is my indication. Live from Studio C. See, senor. Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, buddy. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A bunch of Trump's aides. It's more a a ruling junta, a cabal, than a single general manager. It's a committee. Okay. And if you want something done, Jack, and done right... Have a committee. Everybody knows that. That's been everybody's personal experience. Well, when I said I forgot, I left out quickly. Efficient. That's what committees are all about. Yes. How you doing? It is Friday. We got lots of information for you today. Here you go. Big finish, Michael. I was up late last night, like a lot of people probably were, lighting candles for the president and his COVID. My kids kneeled around the candles like I did, praying for the president's health hmm, under the care touching. of his doctor wife, Jill Biden. And uh, That's incredible. And I mean, not credible. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Man, Tucker played a clip last night that I hadn't heard of when he was in Israel last week, which is where he likely got the COVID, was on that trip, just for the timeline and the symptoms and everything like that. It didn't mm. have to be, you know, that he got it in Israel. He could have got it on a plane or any meeting or anywhere, but he was all over the place. Um, and it's incredibly transmissible and pretty much impossible to stop, even for the most carefully protected human being on planet Earth, maybe. Anywho, uh, there's a clip we'll have to play later of him speaking in Jerusalem last week where, I mean, he sounded like he had hella symptoms. Oh, really? Just like, excuse me. You know, I want some... I mean, he sounded like a guy who's sick with COVID to me. Coming down with something, yeah, clearly. He pretty much always sounds like that. True. Yeah, I haven't heard that tape. Anyway, we'll play that among other things. I watched some January 6th hearing last night. It's the first time I'd watched any. I didn't watch any... Is that like the 11th or 9th or I don't know how many of those they've had? Yeah, and a handful of them primetime. I'd actually watched uh, a decent chunk of it. Have you? Last last night was, uh, was very, very troubling. Um, uh, and well put together. I mean, you can tell it is put together by a TV um, um, person who knows how to make new stuff because it looked more like uh, it, was, it was way easier to sit through than like any sort of government hearing anything I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're usually so rambled and disordered, and you're going backward and forward and repetitive and stuff like that. So they put way more effort into this. So I still am lost on the point, though. And and I haven't spent much time, like, looking into this. So maybe that's why I'm lost on the point. What are they trying to accomplish? Is it like the after 9-11 when they had a 9-11 commission in the 9-11 report? Is that basically what it is? There is a major event. We're going to try to get all the facts for history. Is that well, I think, uh, well, I was just going to ask, uh, do you mean, like, officially, what are they trying to do, or what are they really trying to do? I think the... Officially. Uh, oh, uh, to understand the events of uh, that led up to the day and transpired on that day, uh, to see what can be done to prevent it in the future, and to see if anybody ought to be held accountable. Hmm. Then, uh, so you, you, you suggest there's some sort of underlying uh, behind-the-scenes reason. Of course, yeah. Yeah, the, most of the committee, the entire committee, would like it very much if Donald J. Trump never held office in the United States again. Why did they They do- want to make sure the American people, anybody who's the least bit persuadable, understands uh, to what extent Trump was culpable for what happened. I thought Adam Kinzinger, one of the Republicans on the thing, I thought his final speech last night was pretty powerful. But um, why, why did they do it now, though? For the political reasons, I would have thought you would have waited closer to the election. Than do it in July. What if yeah. you gotten closer to November? I don't know. I don't know the timing of the thing. Yeah, I think they're trying to straddle the line between the stated purpose and that uh, unspoken purpose. It's, it's justifiable, isn't it, to want to have a deep dive and figure out how the whole thing occurred, top to bottom. hundred oh, percent. Yeah, yeah. Some people are disturbed that they're leaving out various aspects of of what happened that day. Uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi turning down more security. Blah blah blah. I'm not. I'm not persuaded that that's that big a deal, but no, the big. I'll tell you what the big deal is. The big deal is that the president of the United States didn't do a freaking thing for three hours while the Capitol almost got overrun by violent lunatics. That's and the, the vice big... president about got lynched. Yeah, that's the big deal. Yeah, that's that's really the big deal. Yeah, quite amazing. Yeah. Mm. Anyhow, uh, um, um, I had another one. Point I did not see me. Kinzinger's uh, final speech. Uh, do we have any clips of that? I'm sure we do. Um, he um, um, uh, just talked about the oath that he took as a, as a military man and the oath that everybody takes and to 
support the Constitution, and there was not a lot of supporting the Constitution going on at the very highest levels. I'll tell you who doesn't get enough credit, it's because the left hates him so much, is freaking Mike Pence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's getting grudging uh, respect and kudos. He will over time. He's going to yeah. emerge in history uh, pretty well, I think. Man, oh, yeah. watching some of the never-seen-before footage of him while this was going on and hearing some of the quotes, I mean, he was a man of action. He knew exactly what was going on and what needed to be done and was, you know, rounding up the military and trying to protect the Capitol and all that sort of stuff where they were just feet from him, beating on the door, and Secret Service agents were sending messages to their wives that they might die, so goodbye. Right. As they were watching the video cameras and seeing the freaking medieval battle that was going on outside. Right. Well, and Pence also famously refused to leave. He said, no, we're going to finish this job. I'm not going. Yeah, I thought that was interesting footage, too, of Mitch McConnell and Schumer in the hallway. Did you see that? I did, yeah. And where Mitch McConnell said, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do this tonight. And then Schumer saying, how long is it going to take before we get things settled down? So I thought that was was something. They were were going to to do their constitutional duty that day. That was a good idea. That fleeing the Capitol would have been a bad look. Yeah. Around the world. Well, and the idea that, no, we won't let violence and intimidation uh, change the republic. We'll delay a couple hours, and we're getting right back to work. Yeah, that's a good point, because if you do that once, you've given an indication to a certain crowd that you can really alter the course of things if you get angry enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the the highlight, the low light uh, for me was just everybody, Trump's cabinet, his kids, his aides, everybody just begging him, say something, do something. This is a nightmare. This is the, the republic, the Constitution at stake. And he chose to do nothing. So, you know, you can y'all can defend him any way you want. But that fact looms large and I will never forget it. No, that that particular thing, I think, is the worst thing any president has done in our nation's history. That's my opinion. Everybody from Ivanka to Sean Hannity reaching out to him. Yeah, dude. Um, And it, uh, all the indications are it's not like he didn't know what was going on. He had a bank of televisions getting a, oh, all, yeah. all the best angles. Hundred percent. The one thing yeah. I, I don't know if we'll ever know. Maybe they will know this over time. Is of that giant crowd. I mean, there were a lot of people fighting for their lives on the steps there. How how many of them showed up with that in mind? Because I just think this is interesting psychologically. How many of them showed up in in mind? Like they showed up that day thinking, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in a fist fight today with cops. And how many people had no intention of that, but got uh, pulled into that emotionally? Yeah, I know there's a study of that uh, in the field of psychology, mob dynamics yeah, and such, and yeah. leadership and following and stuff. I, I That's an intriguing question. Do you have a guess? Uh, like, do you think it's oh, 50-50 or? No, no, think... I suspect it's the, 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 you know, the hardest core 10-15%. You think the, the, the most of the people that were like actually in a freaking fight for their lives on the steps showed up with that intention? Like I've said, since January 7th, we had a friend who was in there texting us live while it was happening, and she was just there for the protest and walked in on the on the side where the battle wasn't happening and like mm-hmm. texting us, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm in the Capitol building. Then things got crazy, and she went back to her hotel. So there was yeah. that crowd. Right, right. Well, I, I think it's similar to... Um, she got arrested, by the way. She didn't get arrested eventually. 
Yeah, for some phony yeah. baloney yeah. charge, yeah. Um, dar, what I was going to say is it's probably similar to that whole uh, what percentage of the population does it take to start a revolution? Or, like, uh, you know, even some of the, the, uh, the post-George Floyd protests. I mean, there were plenty of people who just didn't like cops kneeling on people's necks until they're dead, right? Um, and there were uh, thugs and arsonists and looters and revolutionaries and the rest of it. What percentage does it take to turn a demonstration into a riot? Not very, not very high. Yeah. Or you can show up. So your your team's playing in the championship tonight, and you're very excited, and you're going to be downtown at the bar to see them win. Mm-hmm. And there are other people that show up there on their mind is the idea that if we win, I'm going to tip over a bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I'm, I'm that guy. I always have my bus overturned and shoes on uh, for that sort of occasion. But there are Absolutely. Other, you got to be ready. There are other people that weren't planning that. But, you know, after the game's over and I'm all excited, I might help you p- push the bus over. Sure. That, but only if we're going to set fire to it, though. <laughs> An unset fire to bus is just, well, oh, just a bus laying light. there on its side. Who cares? Not very dramatic. Right. We should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, July 22nd, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then. Let's leap into action officially according to FCC rules and regulations precisely at Mark. And if you broke the law, I can't say that. I'm not gonna, you, I already said you will pay. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defied the seat of dust. It's defiled, right? See, I can't see it very well. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'm going to do this. Let's go. Some of the outtakes that they showed last night of Trump cutting his various videos where he would take a swing at it and think, ah, it's a little too critical. Um, and then, 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 he, then he'd do one and they'd say, you got to say, though, you got to at least put in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of interesting. He did not, say, especially that first video, which which he cut while the fight was happening. He did not seem very flustered by by the events of what was happening. Well, that's partly because, and the the recent Steve Bannon tapes have made this infinitely clear to me. That was the plan. Chaos was the plan. That's uh, that's uh, Bannon's strategy. He said it many times. Uh, flood the field with bull ass. Throw everything up in the air, and then you can, you know, accomplish what you need to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe the specifics of what happened weren't the plan, but in general, chaos, ugliness, uh, confusion—that was the plan. Well, coming up, we will stand back and stand by to uh, bring you mailbag. Um, how does mailbag look today? Uh, oh, it's good. We're running a little late. I'm thinking maybe we uh, we save it for the next segment. Um, I was thinking of a single topic, that being military recruiting and serving in the military. As our discussion yesterday spawned uh, some fabulous emails. That's a good topic. Uh, We got a lot of good stuff today that we're going to jam in. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Probably worth mentioning that Liz Cheney, Republican chair of the Jan 6 committee, is likely to lose there in Wyoming. She was incredibly popular in one of the reddest states in America, but she went ahead and decided to be a part of this January 6 committee, and it's looking like she's going to lose. Her voting record, close to the most conservative member of the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. And voting throughout her career, but she's going to get uh, she's going to be beaten. And voted with Trump what ninety five percent of yeah. the time, something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Much yeah. more than some of the other people that have since gone Trumpy. But anyway. Oh, good to see the uh, usual suspects are weighing in with their idiotic, abusive emails. <laughs> Keep them coming. They won't be read, but if they make you feel better, go ahead. Uh, oh, my gosh. I almost I almost gave you what you so richly wanted, Michael. I came so oh, close to saying, it. here's your freedom. It, ready. Yeah. it was almost Christmas, Michael. Yeah, I We know. were so excited. Almost. But then I, at the last second, I remembered. It's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Three, two, one. Hey, I got to get ready now. I got to get in the right frame of mind. <laughs> It is so hot, people are ordering Chipotle just so the E. coli can give them the chills. That's what I'm saying. People are doing this because that's how hot it is. So I'm here to ask you to do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do... It was the fist bump seen around the world. I think a lot of Americans saw that and were revolted by it. Mission largely accomplished. That's the end of this tranche of hearings. What's that word? Tranche. The shot went through my door to the pillar to the kitchen. I was cooking food for my kids. President Zelensky called the strike an act of terrorism. These are not people. These are bastards who have done it. Iran can build a nuclear bomb if it wants, but there has been no decision by Iran to build one. Uh, look, he's having to go cup in hand to the Iranians to buy Iranian drones. Come on. Among those arrested, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota and New York's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who appeared to be handcuffed, but was, was not. Manchin says his main goal is to do what's good for West Virginia, and he's worried about inflation. Listen to what he told the really, West Virginia really. radio station. Okay, you're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. After dodging the virus for two and a half years, COVID finally catching up to President Biden. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. And is Delaware really that bad? Can an entire state be a carcinogen? You remember when you used to bang your windshield wipers against the curb? Get them all bent up and sharp? And hasta la vista, baby. Thank you. Wow, that was one week? Yeah, no kidding. That's a good point. That was one week? No wonder I got the anxiety. What the heck? You know, standing right behind Joe Biden, there's Nancy Pelosi on his left and a a guy in a hood with a sickle over his right. I believe that's the Grim Reaper. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's funny. Just lurking right there. Well, I want to be handy, you know. <laughs> How about we squeeze in your freedom-loving quote of the day? I love this. Jot this one down, everybody. It's from the great John Wooden, college basketball coach. Oh, there's news about UCLA where he coached uh, later on. Uh, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best you are capable of becoming. Hmm. Now, that's a great, great thought. The verbiage was a little Kamala Harris-esque. Yeah, and that uh, at the beginning of it, I was about to say that's my favorite quote of all time, but then the ending, because I have not done my best, and I cannot, like... Happily, no, I've done my best. I haven't. 
I've, I've well, tried kind of hard. Then you're unsuccessful. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Vice President Pence, there were two or three calls with Vice President Pence. He was very animated, and he issued very explicit... Uh, very direct, unambiguous orders. There was no question about that. And, and he was, and, and, and I can get you the exact quotes, I guess, from some of our records somewhere, but he was very animated, very direct, very firm uh, and to Secretary Miller. Get the military down here, get the guard down here, put down this uh, situation, uh, etc. You know, there was a real chain of command problem that day because um, because of the fact that uh, Trump decided not to be involved. Um, Mike Pence did some things that he doesn't necessarily have the power to do, but he did them. Well, and that was General Mark Milley there, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, who seemed to think, okay, we'll do it. Yeah. Well, he had already been on the phone with Trump. That's the earlier portion of that testimony. He'd already Mm -hmm. talked to Trump, and Trump didn't ask for any of that stuff. Uh, Trump actually said, uh, we need to make sure we change this narrative that Pence is in charge and I'm not. And that was his uh, his concern. Anyway, for what that's worth, uh, we can play you some more clips from the hearing, which I watched some of last night. It's the first time I'd watched any of the hearing. I didn't have any interest in watching the hearing because I feel like I know what happened. I still feel like I, I don't know that I I don't know that I learned anything new. 
I saw some new pictures and heard some new videos that were interesting from that day, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's anything about at all that uh, I don't know if there's anything at all I didn't know like the next morning. But anyway, mm, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. It, it, yeah, we got a bunch of texts. Uh, what order should I do these uh, in alphabetical? Um, I'll start with this one. Sayonara, you cowardly bitches. I've been a faithful listener of yours since the first day when you started in Sacramento. So that's 23 years ago. Hmm. But I'm done with you guys. Um, Knowingly expressing an opinion that we know uh, a certain portion of our audience will dislike is cowardly in what sense, my friend? No, uh, thank you. Yeah, Trust me, it's not the easy path. There is an easier path than saying what I said earlier in the hour. Uh, oh, pick, yeah. pick a side. Get your you guys get your s together. I think that's really interesting because that pick that, a side. that is where we are, and that is what most people decided to do. And they might be right because maybe there's no coming back from you're either on this side or that side. I don't know. Time will tell. Well, my side is is the truth and the Constitution, and you know if that doesn't uh, suffice, that's fine. I'll go off into the sunset. But but before I get to this next text, I think about this a lot. I've got the book behind me, Charles Krauthammer's book, um, everything that matters, that matter. things that matter, all that matters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his yeah. his idea being, this is the way we do it in a democracy. Anything you care about that you want to happen has to be done through this grungy system. Mm-hmm. You can either participate or not, but if you want to be part of doing anything, you have to participate in this obviously flawed, obviously, you know, shrubby uh, uh, and discouraging, discouraging <laughs> system. Yeah. But it is the way it works. And I think about that a lot when I think, you know, I have I have my own beliefs in the way I think uh, government ought to be run and things that are right and wrong. And if I want those to happen, I have to participate in, you know, one side or the other. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. I get that completely. But here's here's why I differ with some of our uh, uh, beloved correspondents there is I think for my team ideologically to win long term, we need to clean the house and move on. It's a question of strategy. It's a question of, you know, the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers who I rooted for for years and years and years, but the NFL got too political, so now I kind of pay attention. Anyway, I was, I was just in the lunchroom, and ESPN is picking the 49ers to win the NFC this year. Really? Because yeah. they just gave uh, Jimmy Garoppolo permission to seek a trade. He's not happy there, so they said, okay, go. Go so, with God, Jimmy. Good luck to you. So who's going to be the quarterback, Steve Young? I, I don't know. I don't, I, they're too political. I don't pay attention anymore. Yes, mm-hmm. Steve Young's going to come back. Uh, the scrambling lefty at age 55 or whatever he is. Kaepernick. Uh, Exactly. Anyway, uh, to me, it's like, all right, I'm looking at the current quarterback or offensive coordinator or whatever, and I'm saying, all right, this is it had a lot of greatness to it, a lot of good stuff. But going forward, we need to change the strategy. That's my point of view. I haven't abandoned winning elections or anything like that. I just... So we got this Not to put too fine a point on it, I think Trump is too dangerous. I don't want him carrying my banner. Do I say this first or second? I'll say it first. I was thinking about this the other day. I think this is really interesting. And this is 1,000% true. Not even 100% true. 1,000% true. And I can't even figure out my own head on this one. But I think it's true. If it's election day and I'm in the booth, and I get to vote, you know, not anonymously, secretly. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to know what I knew. And I got a choice between Trump and... And most Democrats I can think of being the nominee, mm-hmm. I think I pulled the Trump lever. Mm-hmm. 
I think I do. Other than like uh, picturing Biden or Kamala? No. So what is, I don't even know what that means about my own head. Uh, uh, so uh, let me uh, I have one thing I want to say, and that's I don't mind y'all uh, blasting away. I'm curious to hear your point of view. Um, although saying y- y'all are cowardly bitches, I mean, uh, what am I supposed to do with that? Okay, you're angry. I kind of figured some people would be angry. You haven't moved me an inch. You haven't offered me an argument. You haven't suggested why I'm cowardly or a bitch or wrong. Do better than that. Well, I, Don't I, just I, groan like an animal. Make an argument. Well, you know, I engaged in a little nut picking there where I picked, you know, a, a particularly. Um, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a that term is really off putting. <laughs> it is. The, the idea is you pick. The worst example of your opponent right. in their tweet or whatever and act yeah. like that represents the other side. And that's okay, not a fair, fair way to do it. All right. I don't want to hear more. Okay, I absolutely this, this, do. Is, this is a great text. Okay, good. And uh, I would like to point out before I even get to the end of it that we have talked about this quite a bit. And I agree with you 100%. I've tried to figure out what bothers me so much about when you guys take this Trump did the worst thing a president has ever done stance. Those are my words. Yes, irresponsible words. I stand by them, and I always will, until somebody does something worse. Um, (laughs) I think it is that Trump did nothing for three hours, yet Nancy Chuck and AOC spent two years applauding political violence, and nothing is said about how that led to what happened. I agree Trump should have done more to stop it, but they are the ones who made it possible. An entire nation watched what was acceptable political... An entire nation watched what was acceptable political discourse. I, I believe I've been saying that since January 7th. Number one, sir, you are, or madam, you are absolutely correct. I don't disagree with an iota of what you've said, other than the fact that we have spent not hours, not days, perhaps not even weeks. We have spent months on that point, beating it into the ground. But you're right. Going back pre-January 6th, clear back to Trump's rally he did in San Jose the day after I took my kids to the Sacramento rally, where Trump was there, where Trump supporters were beaten down on the sidewalk and it got no news that day and forward saying, you know where this is going to lead? Deciding that political violence for your side is okay. Do you know what's going to come for this? And absolutely that led to it. It led to um, the George Floyd stuff being okay, And that led to January 6th. No doubt about it. Sure. Antifa, 125 nights in a row. Then somebody stands up against him and all of a sudden the mainstream media, oh, oh, right wingers are making political violence. Oh, yeah, it's, it's incredibly dishonest and immoral. You're absolutely right. But, but the, again, we've hammered that point. But also, to me, to the, to the, the heart of conservatism, if you want to get into that discussion, is rule of law and Regardless of who's do, whoever it is standing on the steps beating a police officer with a pole, they're wrong. I don't care what their point. I don't even know what they need to know the, what their point of view is. Right. That's not the way to do things. God, I listened to a great roundtable discussion with smart people yesterday on a podcast about uh, AOC's fake handcuff thing. <laughs> oh, that's one of my and, favorite things that's happened this year. <laughs> I know. I know. But it was about how... We have elevated protest in this country to a level it shouldn't be. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's, it, it oh. all comes from the hippies in the 60s and the boomers, you know, looking back on their, on their young days when they're smoking pot and having sex and protests are part of it is just like the grandest thing ever. That is not actually the way 
to affect political change is to rally illegally somewhere or even legally. The way to affect political change is to write legislation, vote for people who write legislation you like, Mm -hmm. you know, know, go door to door, convince people of your argument and get them to vote for people that are going to write legislation you like. That's the way to affect political change. This whole it's all about protesting thing. Right, right. I've thought that so many times as I watch uh, these angry women and men screeching from a quarter mile away from the Supreme Court. What precisely are you trying to accomplish? Well, I mean, seriously, other than, uh, again, uttering animal groans of anger, what are you doing? Well, and they actually lumped in, and these were a whole bunch of hardcore conservatives, um, but they lumped in um, uh, Matt Gates in Florida, you know, some of the Republicans who do this sort of thing, with AOC in the whole performative, you're complaining about the government all the time. You are in the government, and you're in one of the branches where you can write laws to do things. Are, are any of you attempting to write any laws to deal with <laughs> any of these things that you're right. upset about in the government, which you are part of? Right. Or are you just, you know, on cable news shows or on the street protesting? And raising uh, scads of funds on the Internet. Yeah. Plus, I think if we if we did get away from the whole protest is the highest level of democracy idea, we would have less of the, you know, it turning into violent protest. Mm-hmm. Let's enact change through legislation and voting and winning elections as opposed to smashing Starbucks and beating down cops and all those sorts of things, making people kneel at the restaurant in Washington, D.C., or whatever. Here, here. Absolutely. And, you know, I get, we've talked about this many times, I totally understand when you've been the target of unfair attacks, condescension, slander, and lies from the other side, it makes it hard to admit sins on our side, on the conservative side, on the Trump side. I get that. Everybody's in a defensive crouch all the time. In in certain areas of the country, including where the show is based, you can lose your job. You can be run out of your job by saying, you know, I think Trump did a lot of good things. So that doesn't make you exactly generous of spirit in wanting to, you know, engage in self-criticism or whatever. I totally get that. God, I wish I could read this text, but it's way too profane. But it's really well written. <laughs> Edit it. Come I can't, on. I mean, it's all like all profane. It's all profanity. So, wow. Give it a try. Well, okay. I'm so curious. So the oral copulating Democrats and rhino <laughs> homosexuals can get free national television and you guys lap it up like um <laughs> this is testing jack's thesaurus uh, uh, <laughs> liquid i don't know what would be the right oh my oh lord oh so grotesque <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, I was editing on the fly. I didn't have a lot of time to <laughs> see. That's a person who's not feeling open hearted about self criticism. <laughs> anyway, so we got lots of stuff to talk about. More clips from that, but all kinds of other topics also. Although this is a pretty big topic. Text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And finally, the Mega Millions lottery jackpot hit $630 million this week after there were no winners. Whoever wins it this week can take the jackpot in installments, a lump sum, or premium unleaded. <laughs> there you go. I get it. I get it. The price of gas is high, you see. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It struck me during that joke, the whole super giant lotto jackpot. I haven't heard about that sort of thing in ages. I mean, it, it used to be like a staple of the evening news and such. Did you see, um, I'd forgotten where Hunter Biden is living. <laughs> I'm not sure I knew. Um, you know, we talked about it before. Hunter Biden, who's 52, is living with his super hot wife, who's 35. She's a TV producer. Do you remember that? They mm, married after, after knowing each other for a couple of days. So he meets a super hot TV producer chick. They get married after a couple of days. 52 and 35. Uh, they've been mostly confined to their $20,000 a month. Oh, yeah. Three-bedroom rented home that is in Malibu, which also houses an art studio where he can do his latest thing. And I'm looking at a picture of this. Is that a library or some sort of government building or a hotel? It must be a hotel. No, it's a house. That he and his wife live in. So that's that's the that's the that's what living that lifestyle has gotten him. Hmm. 
Hmm. Well, he's a very good corporate lawyer. Again, so good that foreign entities pay him millions of dollars to do very little. The point of this story was how uh, how rough it is for his uh, poor bride to be in the spotlight and everything. Like, I know, I'll bet it does suck. She probably didn't know she was signing up for this. They've only ventured out for trips to the White House or for family events um, uh, because of paparazzi and all that sort of stuff. And for safety, the Secret Service, it's the president's son, and he's pretty high profile and controversial. Secret Service is living next door. Well, how do you live next door in Malibu? Well, you spend taxpayers spend thirty thousand dollars a month to keep the Secret Service in a house next door. Oh my God! How do you like that? Your tax money, all of it you ever maybe use in your life, <laughs> is going to make sure Hunter Biden's uh, protected there in his home next door. Thanks you know, for I, taking my money. So, I think there's, I think there's a pretty good chance some of those Secret Service agents are listening to our show right now and saying, "Shut up." Shut up about this. we got to protect the guy. Shut up. I'm living in Malibu for a while. Yeah, they're renting a much bigger luxury Malibu mansion overlooking the Hunter Biden place so they can keep around the clock watch on the president's son. The agents are nicely holed up in the neighboring luxury Spanish-style Seaview Villa with six bedrooms, a pool, tasting room, gym, spa, and even a tower. Even a tower. Wow, wow a tower. Yeah. And it's ocean view? The couple Holy married. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. The couple married in 2019, days after meeting one another. They had a kid in 2020. Hmm. But uh, So that's what the whole crack, walking around your hotel naked with a gun lifestyle gets you. You're living an ocean view, $20,000 a month Malibu mansion. Shouldn't there be more justice in the world somehow than that? I, although I believe his, his day may be coming. Uh, and shedding laptops like my dog sheds fur. <laughs> Whether to Russian agents or, or repairmen. Good Lord. They're so corrupt. Hey, you know what I want to do next hour? A couple of things. We brought up the challenge of uh, the military's recruiting efforts right now. United States military. And we got a whole bunch of really interesting emails from you good people. So I want to do that. Plus, those of you pissed off about our discussion of Trump and the January 6th hearing and stuff like that. I want to dip into something that we talked about briefly on the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast yesterday. Um, the, the column Brett Stevens wrote about how wrong he was and how wrong headed he was about Trump voters. Um, I, I just, it's really, really good. And, and it is, you know how some apologies are, are phony and just checking a box and some are like full on. Here's exactly what I did wrong. And I, I, I regret it. Uh, you know, truly making amends. Um, Brett Stevens had a great column about just being an idiot about Trump voters. Yeah, and the uh, most of the media is still doing that. So, yeah. yeah, that's worth addressing. Yeah, you know, I don't gleefully offend our listeners. Number one, I'm not an idiot. I understand how my business works. And, and number two, I just I don't like to be misunderstood, especially with people who have been friends. Um, we can't tell the whole thing every time we bring up a topic. And that's the challenge of it. I think the January 6th hearings are really compelling in a lot of ways. I know they're one-sided and, and the fix is in and they're made for TV spectacular in order to turn people's votes. I'm 100% aware of that. But that doesn't discount absolutely everything that's said there. Anyway. You want to hear the... You're, you're going to love the Brett Stevens column. You want to hear the dumbest thing I've heard today? Sure. In the last seconds of this hour? Hmm. 
Pat Benatar is now refusing to sing Hit Me With Your Best Shot in Wake of Gun Violence. Ah. It's a brave <laughs> stance by the little songstress. That's your response. Ah. Hit Me With Your Best Shot is not about uh, school shootings or anything like that. It's, uh, Any shot really at all. It's uh, a romance thing, Pat. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, you need to grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.